Hi, everybody. My name is Emily, host of the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. In the health and fitness space, there can be so many rules, recommendations, and oftentimes restrictions. On this show, we talk all things freedom. Whether you've been training for years or are looking to take the first steps in your health and fitness journey, this show will fuel your body, mind, and soul to break free from what you've heard in the past and find your version of health and fitness, the one that works for you. Now let's fuel our freedom. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. As always, my name's Emily, and I am your host as we head into episode number 25. Today, we are talking all things travel, snacks, training, or workouts, staying on track, all the things, right? And I think I have some kind of different opinions, maybe, than you might expect um, in terms of staying on track as we go into a vacation, uh, this is also going to be kind of in two parts. There's going to be a first part here uh, that kind of applies to everyone. And then depending on your choice, it's kind of one of those junior, choose your own adventure episodes. So later on, if you make a certain choice, I don't want to give the whole episode away, but it might not be as applicable. I do encourage you guys to either bookmark or save it. Your choice might change in the future. It's not not an all or nothing thing. Um, but I do want to caveat that. And as well, another kind of disclaimer, and I'll mention this as we go, I'm going to talk travel in terms of kind of across the board. Now, that being said, there are times where we might be quote unquote traveling or out for an adventure for a day and our approach is going to differ greatly than if we were gone for a week, right? So kind of keep that in mind. Um, a series of questions will be kind of posed throughout there is always a blog post associated with every single podcast episode. So if you head over to coachemilymeyer.com, you'll be able to access the blog post and save those questions for reference in the future if you are listening to this in a place where you can't write them down or maybe you just don't have a trip or adventure coming up that you have to utilize these questions for. So all of that out of the way, let's hop right into this episode. This summer, and I think this particular summer, uh, really brings about trips and travel. We're visiting friends, we're visiting family, uh, coming off of last year where we were a little bit more locked down with the pandemic and things like that. It, the social gatherings seem to increase in the summer, whether this is a day trip to a park or on the river for the day, paddling, a weekend getaway, or longer vacations, all of these things have a tendency to potentially throw us off our health and fitness goals. And that's kind of what we're diving into today. Whether you are out for that day, the week, the month, breaking out of your routine can lead you astray, right? And I think we either have, we have two options here. We can either stress about it or make a plan for it. And if you know me, (laughs) making the plan is the way to go. Decision fatigue is a real thing. And if you've never heard the term before, it goes something like this. Throughout the day, we're faced with decisions. This can be what food to eat, what outfit to wear, in your car, should we drive, should we take that yellow light, should we go through it, should we stop, should we stop, should we 
go this way? Should we go right or left? What route should we take? Right? And that's just simply driving. The same decisions go for every single situation throughout the day. When we look at this and research has broken it down, they've rounded it to about 35,000 decisions in a single day. That is a lot of power. And those are conscious decisions, mind you. That doesn't count our subconscious choices that are simply routine or simply habit, right? Should I brush my teeth or not is still a choice. Uh, However, we don't really think of it because it's something that we always do. We make the same choice, which becomes a habit. Over the course of the day, we we experience decision fatigue. This can be a contributing factor to those after-dinner feelings of, quote-unquote, I'm just going to eat it, right? Now, this is not the only factor, right? We simply get tired of making decisions throughout the day, and we're sick of it, so we simply choose the easier option or the one that sounds better in that moment. We have a tougher time delaying that gratification of what we want right now for something in the future, And vacations and travel can bring about that same thing. Since we're often exploring a new area, a new place where with different people or new people, there are so many decisions that have to be made between places to stay, what to do, what to eat, where we are, etc., etc. All of this combined with the new environment and simply that reason to indulge and or skip a workout is a slippery slope to leading us far astray from our fitness goals, right? Now, here's where something unexpected might come in. If you consciously, in my opinion, choose, I am going to slide down that slope. I need a break. I'd like a vacation. I don't want to put in any thoughts towards my health and fitness goals during my time away. To me, as long as that's a conscious choice, go for it, right? If you know going in, I am not going to move, I'm not going to work out, I'm going to eat whatever, and when I come back, I'll get back on track, so to speak, awesome. More power to you, right? But the key is that it's a conscious choice there. I, I can stand behind a conscious choice. However, if we go into the vacation and we unconsciously start to slide, right? We make choices. We don't think about it. We're like, wait a minute, what am I doing? And that stress of coming away from our fitness goals for a time period starts to take away from our vacation, starts to take away from our relaxation. We might feel guilt or shame, right? That's not where we want to be with it, right? I don't think that that is perhaps the best route to go, right? And it's super easy to get caught up in that, especially if we are gone for a longer period of time. So as we make these decisions, that is simply that first choice, right? So setting your intention. Do you want to let loose and take a break? Do you want to stay extremely structured and rigid? Do you want to fall somewhere in the middle? Where do you want to be, right? Some questions to pose and think about. Do you want to eat anything and everything? Do you want to monitor your calories? Do you want to simply make sure you get in protein or vegetables? Do you want 
to do formal workouts in a gym or simply just focus on moving more during your vacation? Simply put, what do you want to do, right? You're taking that time before we leave to make that conscious choice, right? And if you've decided you just need a break, nothing will be tracked, and you're not going to worry about finding a gym or moving, then this is kind of where you might not need these questions that are going to follow because we're going to frame how we're structuring their vacation going into it. And again, I want to stress that this choice isn't a bad one. I think sometimes we need times away from our routine, right? Now, I don't know that we slide all the way in and boycott vegetables, but if a steamed veggie happens to make it on our plate, we're probably not going to refuse that, right? Um, But it doesn't also at the same time have to mean giving up a once in a lifetime meal for steamed vegetables and uh, a cooked, you know, chicken breast or turkey. So kind of making that choice. So again, the fact that we've made this this choice consciously is great. Enjoy every bite of food. Enjoy every second of that vacation. Maybe get in some veggies and water, right? That would be my small amount of things we can do. But you can't fail because you've already made this choice consciously before you started, right? As opposed to going in hoping you're going to stay 100% on track and finding yourself sliding down that slippery slope before you even knew it hit you. Now, if you've decided you want to stay the course, track nutrition, or get in workouts while you're gone, there are more parameters that have to be defined. And here I'm going to talk in a broad spectrum, but know that between 100% dialed in and adherence to a plan going in, and say somewhere around, say if we choose this, right, we're looking to get above 70% success, right? So, between that 70 and 100, there's many options we can take, right? Similar to choices at a restaurant. Are you going to have that once in a lifetime meal? Or are you going to f- forego that, right? And I don't think that there's, there is some things that you shouldn't give up, right? Like if, personally, if I ever in my life have the chance to go to, say, Italy, right? I, rest assured, will be eating everything and anything that they allow me to taste, right? Now, I might not eat massive American-sized portions of things, but absolutely, I would love to try any of the foods that are kind of native to that area, right? Like homemade pasta and pizza and absolutely, hence desserts, ugh, like hands down, right? And that's just one example. But at the same time, I'll probably make sure I'm drinking a lot of water, make sure I eat some vegetables, right? So there's kind of a spectrum here. So as you answer these questions, make sure you refer back to where you fall on that spectrum and kind of define that before we get into those choices you'll make. Um, Because again, we're looking to eliminate decision fatigue. We're looking to reduce the decisions we have to make in the moment, in the tough time, and set ourselves up for better success. So first, we have to look at the location and how far you're gone. Like I mentioned at the forefront of this episode, if you're gone for a day, your plan looks a lot different than if you're gone for a week or a month, right? So 
are you gone for a few hours or weeks? Do you want or need a break from your routine? Do you need a deload perhaps in the gym? What's the availability of gym access to the location you're heading? Is the area around you walkable or runnable, right? These can all help define your decision and kind of where you fall between 70 and 100% adherence. Some of these are non-negotiable. If there's no gym and you can't do a strength training workout, we need to change a little bit more as opposed to if you're heading to an all-inclusive resort that has a beautifully built out gym and you'll have all the equipment you could possibly ever need. Finally, we get into the nitty-gritty of the plan. And here, I'm going to break this down into two buckets, training and food, right? And now, there are many other variables that come into play, scheduling, recovery, rest, like all of the things, right? But the training and the food aspects are kind of those two pieces that tend to, to fall most out of routine on those vacations. So, we'll dive into training first. Our plan here can differ from our food plan, right? I like to say this is a movement plan. So what is that going to be? If there is a gym available, are you going to utilize it while you're out of town? Or do you need to rearrange your workouts before slash after you go on vacation to fit them in? Are you going to bring home equipment with you? Can you plan activities that will keep you moving in lieu of getting in structured workouts? If the area is walkable or runnable, can you plan to wake up a little bit early each day to get in some movement before others wake? Making these decisions ahead of time and scheduling them into your day can help eliminate those decisions in the moment when skipping that workout sounds like a way better idea than trying to weasel it into a jam-packed day. Next, let's dive into food. First, do you need snacks or are you going to be gone for one or more than one meal, right? So snacks and meals, I like to think of differently. If we're gone for a day, we'll likely need some snacks to bring with us. These are a smaller factor because we can arrange our eating in that single day to eat perhaps a bigger breakfast before we go and plan for a bigger dinner when we get home and just kind of bring something light during the day. So this depends on what you're doing. So what are you doing while you're gone, right? Do you have access to refrigeration? One piece of advice I have here is to find snacks that complement your meals. Since protein is typically challenging, but the protein shake, jerky, or some protein bars can be easy grab-and-go options. If you're going to eat more protein before and after or are on a more physical adventure, bars like RX bars or Go Macro bars are great carbohydrate-based bars that are awesome on these adventures if you're hiking, biking, or paddling on the river. If you do have access to refrigeration, there are more options available, such as bringing a meal with you, or bringing cheese and crackers, or cheese and veggies, or hummus, right? Certain dips, Greek yogurt even. But again, this is uncommon for these shorter trips. So those might be good things if you are gone for an extended period of time and say you're in a hotel or an Airbnb, you have access, like stock your fridge with some of those those things that you know are awesome, good snacks that you can have any time and will help you get in protein since it is more challenging. 
if you are gone for a few days with more of these meals involved, all of those tips on snacks, like I said, they still apply, right? Personally, I'll often find myself only eating two bigger meals, especially if we have things planned throughout the day that kind of prevent me from getting a meal in during that middle of the day lunch time. But when we look at meals, food choices can be a big factor. What restaurants are available to you? Are you going to eat whatever and whenever? Are you going to choose the healthiest possible option every single time? Are you not going to indulge? Are you going to ask for steamed veggies and lean protein that might not be on the menu, but you know will keep you within your calorie range? Are you going to track those calories while you're gone? There are nearly endless questions we can ask about our fitness and our food when we're heading into vacation. These really only scratch the surface. But the idea here is to take time to plan. Make the decision consciously on where you're going to stay between that zero and 100% on your plan in alignment with your goals. Because when we take this time to plan, it allows us to never fail, right? We simply execute our goals. And even if we don't stay, perhaps we shoot for that 90% and we fall at 85, that is a-okay, right? We didn't hit, you know, we didn't slide all the way down that slippery slope. While at the same time, if we consciously made the decision to slide down that slippery slope, we embraced it and we know that when we get back, we're going to come right back into it and adjust anything that we need to so we don't continue sliding when we come back into our routine. We don't get caught up in the moment because we've thought about these things ahead of time. We know what to expect. We perhaps even did some research as we headed into the vacation, but without this time to plan and think about what we want to get out of it, it's likely to lead us astray. We end up sliding down that slippery slope without even realizing it until we're all the way at the bottom. And then again, those feelings of guilt and shame, which quite frankly shouldn't arise, but tend to creep in when it is that unconscious choice. We feel like we failed, and that's not how we want to live our vacation. So, an abundance of ways to go about it, but at the end of the day, thinking and planning ahead of time is the move as we're heading into this summer and all of these adventures as we, well, I guess we're not really heading into it, but head into the end of this summer (laughs) and into fall before the cool weather finds its way back to us, us here in Wisconsin. That brings us to our empowered action for today. Are you heading on vacation soon? Work through these questions and answer them for yourself. Think about it logically and realistically instead of idealistically, right? It can be easy to catch ourselves up and plan for that 100%, but be realistic with yourself. Answer honestly and hold yourself responsible to the decisions that you make. If you're not heading out on a vacation or a trip, bookmark this episode to come back when you are. These questions will still be here and like I said, are always available on coachemilymeyer.com. You can find the blog post for this uh, episode. With that being said, that is all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 25. 
As always, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review. It greatly helps the show to grow. And if you're not, or and or you find someone or you know someone who might benefit from this episode, please feel free to share. It also helps the show to grow. So without further ado, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fuel Your Freedom. Remember, this show is all about action. Now it's time to take what you've learned and implement it into your health and fitness journey or even just your life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want more, don't forget to follow me on all my social media platforms at Coach Emily Meyer and the podcast on Instagram at Fuel Your Freedom Podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.